This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine. Only on the BetQL Network. Putting a bow on this Saturday night's edition of Tapped Out here on the BetQL Network. We're all just waiting, biding our time, licking our chops. We're one week away from the return of John Bones Jones, the greatest, in my opinion, UFC fighter of all time, taking on Surreal Gone. I'm leaning John Jones because I think that you convinced me not only is he better at coming back from this time than anybody else, but on top of that, he's a different fighter when he's motivated. From the Surreal Gone side of things, if Gone wins this, he becomes a legend. Not just a champion, but he's the guy that took out John Jones. Uh, that's going to be an interesting one, how much credit he's going to get for that. Because I do think that, yes, beating John Jones is going to be very impressive. But, like, I, it's going to be tough to know. Because, like, how does he beat him? How does the fight look? How does John look? Um, but just beating him, and if, we, if John looks washed, then I don't think people are going to be giving him too much credit. Um, and then you have a situation where you have a guy who lost to the the champion as he walked away from the sport so it is gonna be an interesting one to see how people react to it we'll break this down from every single angle next saturday night because our timing is gonna be perfect we're gonna come on right before the main card starts but now that we're sitting here a week away from it what are you kind of thinking because i've told you a couple of times i flipped from gone to john but i'm sticking with it's definitely inside the distance second or third round this fight's finished um, I don't know if it's going to be that quick. John's typically a guy that will, uh, will take his time. He doesn't really rush anything, but also I a heavyweight, I think it's going to be different. He's, he's, he's big. And I know that he's carrying mm-hmm. the weight pretty naturally, but he's big. Well, that's the thing though, that I think, I, I think that he is going to still try and feel things out. He's always been that way. He's always been a guy that likes to feel things out in a fight. And I think that, being able to fill out, you know, feel out how does his body feel? How is how is his gas tank at heavyweight? Like I think those are going to be some fascinating things to uh, to check out as well. But I I I don't ever see him as a guy who's going to rush things, especially with a guy like Surreal. I think that he is uh, he's going to want to see how he moves. Surreal is a, a a very guy a guy who's fast on his feet, who will strike you in a diversified amount of ways. Um. Or, you know, maybe John tries to impose that will immediately with the grappling because that was such a an eye-opening thing against Francis where we all thought that Surreal was going to have the advantage there, and he did not. And, and Francis really won the fight on that and did it on two busted knees. Jake, if you can find some shady website that can get me John's odds already by knockout, 
see if you can find it. I don't think you could find a credible place like BetMGM just yet, but maybe because how surprised would you be? I'm just looking at the frame of Surreal Gone. John, the first time as a heavyweight, John typically when he does finish fights, he's not really a knockout artist in the way that you might think since he is the best fighter of all time. What I'm asking you is how surprised would you be if John Jones, I'm talking about not a TKO, not a bunch of punches, if he just punches him in the face and puts Cyril Gaon on his ass? How surprised would you be by that? I'm seeing it in a place right now. He's plus 460 to win by KO. Uh, the favorite about, method is up. That's about what I was going to say. Five to one. Yeah, the favorite method right now is two to one uh, for him to beat Surreal. Um, and then John by submission is plus five fifty. So look, they're putting the, uh, the fin they're putting the finishes of, of John both about in the same realm, but mostly they think that he is a point guy that he's going to go and win this thing by decision. And I think that, you know, John, when he knows that he has a guy beat and, and we, we definitely can see that safe side of him, but can also see a side if he really feels like he is dominating and he feels stronger than surreal. That's going to be an interesting thing because one of the things with Gon is, yeah, he is he is big, but I don't feel like he is he is not like the most monstrous heavyweight in the world either. It's not like he's taking on a guy who has to cut to two sixty five uh, or anything like that. So, you know, it, it's going to be interesting, man. I'm I'm really fascinated by it because, yeah, in a lot of ways, I am judging this off of what's essentially a ghost, a guy who's been away for a long time, who's not in that same weight class. Um, but I feel like at some point you also just have to bet on greatness. And I, I, I just believe in John when he is focused, when he does have a goal in mind. I do think that we have seen a guy who's the best to ever do it. You know, with all the demons that he's had to face, with all the, the missteps that he's had, when that cage door locks and he really wants to prove a point, man, there just seems to be nobody ever better to do it. Um, and that is really what I'm betting on next week. And I think that, I'm getting John at a pretty good number, even even knowing like typically when I have him, I got to bet him as a heavy, heavy favorite. And it's not that I don't have to reach that deep for this one next week. I believe this is actually the closest uh, on the number a John fight has, has been. Um, maybe the first time around against D.C., but minus 165. You're talking about a good number. If we agree that he's the greatest of all time against a guy in Cyril Gaon that's relatively new, at least in the UFC. Yeah, that's a great number. March is just full of unbelievable fights, so let's keep talking about it. So I think it's one of the best months I've ever seen the UFC put on. Usman Edwards, we get to see that rematch. That's coming up March 18th in London at UFC 286. I just can't see a path to victory for Leon Edwards. And to be honest with you, I know these guys don't think of it this way, but it kind of feels like Leon got what he came for. And if he's somehow to pull it off again, great. But I think it, to some level, he, he almost surprised himself. Certainly the way it finished and how late it finished. He knows how that went down. He knows that he got dominated. He knew that if it happened again, he was going to be an underdog even as the champion. And that's where we are with Usman, still a pretty sizable favorite. What I'm telling you is I'm emptying the bank account on Usman. This is a, such a strange thing because I just, I love Kamar Usman. And I, yeah, I thought that, you know, this guy was going to be on his path to matching or even, even passing GSP is the greatest welterweight of all time. I just think that there is a level of invincibility that you lose um, when you lose like that. And and if a guy can, a guy pulls out a Hail Mary like that, right? How do you feel like you're going to lose in any moment? You, you love Patrick Mahomes. One of the things that's crazy about him, 
you think about that Texans game where they got down 21 and doesn't matter. Like he just, he pulled it out. And if you can win the situation, say, hold on, let me get this in. I was there. I was yes, there. Okay. I was, I so was it's there. like when you win, when you win in those situations where it looks like you have no shot, how do you have any feeling like, Oh, how's it going to go any worse the next time around? I know the way the guy's going to do it, but I just stay patient and I could find, uh, I could find my way. Um, you know, people will say, I, I get it. Like at one point there was a stand up in that last round. It was a little bit weird. And, and Kamara got careless. He could definitely take uh to another football. Match. He could take the air out of the football and he could ride this whole thing away. A la the way Islam did against Volkanovsky. So it's probably a safer place to put your money. But I got to think that Leon's going into this thing with just such a uh, an incredible amount of confidence because he took out the boogeyman in the most unlikely of circumstances. Now he's going to be in his hometown. He's already got a win over him. They're 1-1. This is technically a trilogy. Um, I think for for him, he's got to feel really, really good going into this one. He's got to have uh, he's got to have some uh, a different level of confidence going into it. So I don't know, man. I, I kind of like the way. Uh, I kind of like Leon in this one, and I, and I say that as a huge Usman fan. Wow, I'd be shocked, absolutely shocked. If, I'd be shocked if Usman doesn't finish this fight. Just the way that the last one finished, I'm not saying you should be embarrassed by it, but he, there's no reason to lose a fight like that that late into a fight. So I think Usman knows that. He knows he dominated. He knows he had a couple of chances probably to finish the fight the first time that he didn't. So I think that he's all in, not just on winning the fight, but finishing it. As far as legacy goes, because you were talking about he was kind of creeping up in the rearview mirror of GSP, I don't think because he lost that fight versus Leon that that conversation ends. That being said, if Leon beats Usman again, then we just start talking about Leon's legacy because his resume is as good as anybody. His win streak is as long as anybody. And if you beat Usman twice, then... You know, if we were ever going to have a conversation about Usman's greatness, it feels like you have to talk about Leon ahead of him. Yeah, but he's got to, like, you got to start stacking him. You know, like, we were doing this with Charles Oliveira, too, and then Charles Oliveira got dealt with after a couple of fights. You know, like, it's hard. It's hard what these guys do. And that's, you know, there is an appreciation you have to have for the longevity. You have to have an appreciation for all the title defenses that John Jones had, uh, a Demetrius Johnson, uh, a Valentina Shevchenko, and Amanda Nunes. Like, the, the thing that separates these guys and gals is the fact that they are able to stay on top with different situations, with different people coming at them, with injuries in camp. And yeah, I, I mean, look, look, you beat Kamara Usman, the, the essential pound for pound uh, top three guy twice. Yeah. That's a, that's a huge, huge feather in your cap, but no, now you need to start. He's got to go beat Colby. He's got to go beat Gilbert. He's got to go beat um, whomever's at the top there at welterweight. By the way, the last time that Leon lost a fight was December 19th, 2015. So uh, eight years ago on the calendar to the aforementioned Kamaru Usman. So he's beat everybody in his way since. And I get it. Some of the names aren't maybe as big as you would hope and certainly not title fights. That's a whole lot different. Uh, Fazeev Gaethje, that I was talking about should be an ultimate pick and fight. When we brought our guest on earlier, he said that he thinks it's a bad matchup for Gaethje, I think it's a bad matchup for Fazeev because everybody, I mean, nobody really wants to fight Justin Gaethje. I, I don't think I've ever bet against the highlight. I think I'm going to take him that night too. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's tough. You have to, uh, you, you got to be able to weather the storm of what he's able to do with those leg kicks uh, because it really breaks you down. It's a tough thing to go through and, and really, you know, J- Justin Gaethje is so good in those war of attrition. And Dustin Poirier got him when he like first got into the UFC, was able to just out tough him, out violent him. But mostly like you have to have that element of grappling too. You do have to have that element of being able to take him out. Um, so it is, it is a tough matchup for Fazeev. That being said, Fazeev did answer a lot of questions that last time out against RDA first five round fight looked better in the fifth than he did at any point in the fight. So, you know, this is his next step up. This is for him to, to continue proving it'd be Justin Gaethje. You're well on your way to proving that you are a true contender at lightweight. Um, and it's, it, it feels like a, you, you want to talk about like, you know, a movie, these guys got like a movie, like types of fights because, you know, we just saw with like Yair versus Josh Emmett. You have a banger and a guy who like really likes to diversify with all kinds of things that he goes at it with. So going to be an interesting magic when these guys uh, lock the cage door. We've also got Marab taking on Piotr Jan, Chino Vera versus Corey Sandhagen. Valentina is back. So is Cody and Marvin Vittori and Bo Nickel, who's coming on the show next week. And no promises, but fingers and toes crossed again. We're hoping to bring on the greatest fighter of all time, John Bones Jones. For all the help back in Chicago, Jacob, and of course my guy Jake in Philly, Brendan in Miami. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine in Kansas City. Uh, The fight, Jake Paul tomorrow. Enjoy the fight. We're out.